You're listening to Soul Work with San, where we believe your soul is worth the work. Now, today's episode is probably going to step on your toes, but in the best way, I promise. (laughs) I want us to sit close as we tackle something that has the ability to derail us completely. It's the lies that we love the ones that we tell others and ourselves. But you and I both know deep down inside, it's the truth that we so desperately need. So how did we get here? We're jumping into all of that for part one today. Hang on, homie. You ready? Let's work. Wagwan, sisters, how y'all feeling? And brothers, y'all all right? How is your soul? I'm praying all is well with you, and I'm grateful to say the same for me and the Pope household. Now we made it through summer bonus season. I know we're already in the fall. Very, very excited. Christmas is coming up. I am, yes, that annoying person that's already ready to count down. I've been playing Christmas music, and I don't care. Argue with your mom. Okay, it is really the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) But this and next week will be the last two episodes of our summer bonus season. I'm throwing it in because of our break. Now, I've had a wonderful time getting all this content out to you these past few months. And I tell people all the time, I'm not going to be challenged by this word and all this truth by myself. I'm sharing the love. (laughs) So thank you to every listener, old and new, that's turning in every week. Now, during the time I was out with COVID, we're all healed now. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, We picked up a few more countries. So we picked up India, Uganda, and Turks and Caicos. So I'd like to take a second to welcome y'all to the Soul Work family, man. Welcome. Come on in. I'm so glad to have y'all here with us. Now, I don't call this the little pod that could for no reason. It is an honor and a joy of mine to be a part of this community. And I'm really grateful for what we're building because it's all of us. We are a people who love hard and we live well. And a major part of that wellness is honesty. So today it's time to talk the truth about lies. And with that, let's get straight into the show. A decade ago, Layla Hathaway, who I consider one of the most incredible vocalists living, period, she released an album called Where It All Begins. And on that album, there's a track that's called Lie to Me. And in the song, she's asking for her lover for one more night of not just passion, but of actual care and tenderness before they end their relationship. Now, what's interesting about this to me is the chorus that is a request that she's making of her partner. She's pleading and hoping that just for the time that she needs, her needs met, that he lie to her. Tell her all of the things she wants to hear. Pretend like there's still love between the two of them when there's really not. Now, from the perspective of this person, she needs this to work. And in order for it to work, she needs him to lie. So Layla perfectly croons out the notes, completely satisfied with this lie, even if it's just for one night. 
Now, what's crazy is how many of us have had a similar experience. Now, I'm not just asking about the bedroom business because it may not have translated into a this is already done, but we're wasting our time kind of relationship. Many of us understand that. But the sentiment of this remains the same. How many times have we lived and needed and loved a lie? Now, sometimes we walk into it knowing good and well that we're bending the rules of reality in order to suit our needs. We're wasting somebody else's time so that our time can be filled with at least a little bit of pleasure or something. But other times we end up blindsided completely by dysfunctional patterns in our lives that have us stuck because of how we've defined it. Either way, almost every day we are tempted to live and love a lie deceiving others and ourselves from the truth that provides us love and freedom. So here's the question, fam. How do we make sense of this? Because here's the thing. If Jesus says the truth will set us free, which he does in John 8, then we can conclude that lies will have us bound. Now, the study on this was super rich. It was so rich, I had to break it down in two parts. So as my grandma used to say, here why, which means here's what we're going to do. The first part, today's episode, we're going to explore the power and danger of lies and the benefits of truth. And on next week's episode, we'll learn how to stop resisting the truth and provide practices of how to embrace it and walk in it. So first, let's get into the danger of lies. We've got to ask this question. Why do we lie? Like you you ever been around folk and you go, why? Why you do that? I was there. I heard the conversation. That's not how it went. Why? Why do we lie? Now, of course, there's a bunch of reasons and justifications that we could expound on. I've heard it said once that people lie because they don't feel loved. Others will say it's because they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But fam, can we just sum it all up into this simple understanding right here? People lie to avoid reality. The motive for it may be different, but it all washes out the same. No matter what the circumstances, when we're telling a lie to ourselves or to somebody else, it's so that we don't have to face what's in front of us. So we say we'll be there whole time. (laughs) We've got that rain check strategy already pinned in our minds because we'd rather say yes in the moment than face a fractured friendship. See, we'll reassure a loved one emotionally to stop a fight from starting. We'll brag about funds we don't have, access we have not earned, and properties we do not possess to push back the haunting feelings of inadequacy and the painful memories of a broken childhood. See, we lie. We promise follow-up, and we never do. We profess love to folk we don't even really like that much. We post squad goal pics with people we don't even know that well with the hopes that others will want to get like us. And we don't even know who that us is yet. We act tough when we're really fragile. We nod and smile our way through college majors and a career track imposed on us by others that we never really wanted in the first place. We say we're fine when we're really not. Here's my favorite. We decree and declare a a boast in the Lord when we haven't talked to him in months. And we smile for the selfie with the inspired caption After we just finished fixing our makeup that's been smeared with tears of hopelessness and fear. Fam, we lie. Like a lot. Now, in a world where marketing has become an extreme sport, 
twisting the truth to manipulate a moment is part of the game. And if you play it well enough, it will pay you big. Yo, look at how scamming, (laughs) I mean, the scammers are out, okay? Scamming has rapidly increased just in the past few years alone. I feel like the pandemic really blew it up. But even before that, people was taking the money and running. At least once a week on somebody's Twitter or Instagram or YouTube, another influencer is being exposed as a fraud, leaving countless victims in the wind. Now, before we scoff at the person who was scammed, just remember the last time it happened to you. Now, even if it didn't hit your pockets, it hits your heart. Because to be clear, it's not just that we lie. We like being lied to. There's an ease that lying gives to the soul that truth never will. Now, truth will give you peace, but ease, that's not a promise of God. Yo, lying, it's harmful. But the irony is it never feels that way, especially in the beginning. Now, research shows that when we lie, we activate three key areas in our brain. The first is the frontal lobe because it has to literally suppress memory and truth. And I forgot the third one, but I know the second one is our limbic system, which includes the amygdala. That's the part of the brain that processes anxiety. So fam, lying is stressful, (laughs) like a literal practice right now of wellness that we could do is simply start walking, talking, living in the truth. And that's for all of us, because I want to partially quote the rapping philosopher Sean Carter, men lie and women lie. Now, what's interesting about the research is it shows that women, we typically will lie to avoid hurting people's feelings versus men. They typically lie about themselves. All right. Now, if you're thinking about the last guy who lied about himself to you, shake it off, sis. Shake it. Shake it off. Come on back because <laughs> I'm about to wrap this up. Now, I've made my case about the danger of lying. But what's more important to me is amplifying the value of truth to you. And this is challenging because of what that will come with. Yet the only way we'll begin to embrace walking in truth is when we see its supreme value. Because as long as lies deceptively appear to be necessary scapegoats, we're going to pick them over the truth every time, no matter what it is. But here's the thing to start, fam. Like we've given truth a bad name. Think about how the truth is described. We call it the cold, hard truth, the naked truth, this bitter truth, the ugly truth. Truth hurts. It was a dope song, by the way. Anyway, that like when you think about it that way, who wants to embrace a thing that's talked about as being cold, ugly, bitter, naked and painful? That's not unintentional, because if all of this is said about the truth, then how do lies look? They look warm and soft. It's a it's a little lie. Pretty little liars. Just little lies. Again, that is not unintentional. Then hop over to John 8 real quick, real quick. Here's what Jesus is saying. He's letting us in on what our soul needs most. Freedom. And he tells us there's only one way to get it. By living in the truth. He says that first we must know it. If we follow him and abide in him, John 8 is just a really great chapter. Get into it. But if we're his disciples, then we're going to know the truth. And the knowing of the truth is what's going to set, according to some translations, or make us free. What does that mean? Truth has a job to do. 
So for all of those unkind descriptions, truth is still given the tough task of unshackling our minds from the bondage of a reality that's not even verifiable, especially in the area of self-deception, which is the worst kind of deception. Ain't nothing worse than lying to yourself because you don't know. Fam, we are out here living within a context of something that we can't even really sink into. We can't put our weight on it. We can't rest in it. And perhaps that is the source of all that anxiety that we experience. Maybe that is why that temper keeps flaring. Because in the core of your soul, you know that the things you've been putting your trust in to make you, to rescue you, to do it for you, to give you the life that you crave, they're smoke and mirrors, baby. It's all a lie. They're dead idols set to squeeze out the best years of your life. See, the greatest scam, it's not that of the wallet, but of the soul. Because imagine building your life around a thought that has no real weight, no actual strength to it, no eternality behind it. Sure, it's pretty, it's flashy, you could show it off for a while. But underneath the veneer of that is emptiness. Can you imagine the devastation of building your entire life on a lie? Now, fam, some of us know this pain intimately, and some of us are on that road and don't even know it. But here's the good news. All you need is truth to come out of the lie. We don't have to have any performances, and while they may have their place, you don't have to shout, snot, slap your neighbor, spin around, high five, get your purse out. None of that to get this blessing. Here's what we do have to do. We do have to stop avoiding reality. Because I promise you, the truth is not as bitter, cold, and ugly as the lie is in the long run. So come on, friend. Come on. Slow down. Stop running. Face it. Face the thing knowing that you're loved. Knowing, like the old folks used to sing, that the world can't do you no harm. Knowing that there's no condemnation for you. It's time to face what we're trying to escape. Because what if the thing we keep trying to escape from is the very thing he's trying to equip us for. See, we're running from responsibility and he wants to equip us. We're running from love and forgiveness, which is a gift we give to ourselves. And he wants to equip us. We're running from our change, from our progress. We're running from parenting our kids the way they need us to parent them. And he wants to equip us. We're running from his call on our life and we're trying to escape that, but he wants to equip us. So fam, what are you trying to escape from that he wants to equip you for? The end of that road starts with killing the lie because the running, it ain't finna lead to where you think it will. In reality, it's just an effort of prolonged misery. Say la sugar. I'm wrapping up right here. Truth must be measured. Why? Because it leads to freedom. It leads to wholeness. This whole best life now mantra that we get hype about, we sing about it, and we post it all the time, it'll never be ours if we don't walk in the truth. Now, of course, it's not all Skittles and roses. Of course you have a good reason for why you've been running so long. I'm not patronizing you. That pain you experienced, that's not a lie. You really did feel that. That really was done to you. They really did say that. So then, sign what truth we talking I'm talking about the same truth that is eternal, the one that supersedes all the others, including 
our experiences, and our feelings. Feelings aren't facts. We know that. So this truth is the one that reminds you that you're loved. Not only that, but you are not what you've done or what was done to you. That truth. There's this powerful quote from J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, but I first heard it through Tim Keller, and he says this, The birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus means that one day everything sad will come untrue. Ooh! <laughs> Talk, sir. Fam, everything sad will become untrue. Why? Because we've got a forever friend named Jesus who is strong enough to save us and gentle enough to show us how to live well. He's kind enough to bless us and he's faithful enough to keep us, our minds and our hearts from falling. He's holy enough to cleanse us and close enough to stick beside us till the end. Because real talk, if I'm going to stick beside him as a person, it's Jesus. Man, what you talking about? He's married to the backslider, boo. Can't nobody love us like him. I want to say this. I'm sorry if you've ever heard differently. If you were ever fed lies of condemnation and shame and a guilt-ridden gospel, here's the truth. You're loved with an everlasting love. Now let that truth heal you and fill the broken places in your soul. Because how would you live if you were whole? Again, truth has a job to do. And so do we. But we've got to embrace it. Thank you for being with me today, fam. It was a joy to be with you. Now, next week, like I said earlier, is part two. And that's where we'll talk more tips and practices to walk in truth. But today, I really just wanted to paint the picture of what we're dealing with. And I hope that that was done. Fam, we're doing it. We're showing up for ourselves and each other. So let's continue. Now, if you got any value from this episode, I'd be honored if you'd subscribe to the show and leave a rating and a review because it's a huge help to us. And it lets you also get episodes downloaded freely to your device each week. I love feedback, both good and constructive. So if you've got feedback, questions, all the things, hit me up at hello at soulworkwithson.com. Or you can head over to IG at Sanpope, S-A-H-N. That will help us keep in touch. You can hit me in my DMs. Now, the new website, we launched it back in my birthday, sometime last month. And it also has my latest ebook, Your Soul is Worth the Work. And if you're trying to navigate your way out of the old and into the new, that book is just for you. I'd love for you to check it out. Sanpope.com, S-A-H-N-P-O-P-E.com. All right, fam, I'm signing off right here. Remember... You're only going to hear one of two statements on that fateful day. Well done or depart from me. Let's live accordingly. Love you. Talk soon.